This is a Federal News Network podcast. As they were in the 2008 collapse, largely financial agencies, Housing and Urban Development and the Small Business Administration, have become first responders. First economic responders, thanks to that series of money printing bills Congress has been passing. Joining me with some insight on how they might be coping, former HUD chief financial officer, who is now managing director for the public sector at Grant Thornton, Doug Crisatello. Doug, good to have you back. Hey, great to be here, Tom. Give us a sense of the scope of the activity that HUD and especially SBA are under right now in terms of just the sheer volume of work that this is producing for them. Well, the Small Business Administration is really on the front lines of providing assistance in the midst of this pandemic. And the magnitude of the assistance being pushed out is just unprecedented. SBA is going to do about $700 billion in lending under its Paycheck Protection Program. And that's equivalent to an amount that SBA will originate typically in about 25 years. And they're doing it in one month. So the crush of work at SBA is far greater than it's ever been. And in the CARES Act, I believe either that bill or the bill immediately before it, there were some tens of billions of dollars for federal agencies to staff up for this. But how could they possibly staff up with enough expertise this fast to be able to do that? Yeah, right. And that's a huge challenge. I mean, one thing agencies can do relatively quickly is bring on board contractors. But in terms of adding staff, I mean, that that's a, a time-consuming process. So agencies that are on the front lines right now are really struggling with the workload. And, and you know, I must admit, are doing a commendable job thus far. I mean, again, going back to SBA, the fact that they stood up this program in one week and dispersed about $350 billion in two weeks is, is a tremendous accomplishment. Now, there will be inevitably some problems that are associated with getting money out the door that quickly, but they do deserve some congratulations for moving so quickly. And the other half of this is the systems, the IT that is necessary for all of this to happen. HUD and SBA are not exactly known for having cutting-edge digital services for what they do. Agreed. There's been a huge amount of pressure put on the systems, but... You know, I can't imagine a system anywhere that could take an increase, a surge in demand of something like a hundredfold of what the system deals with normally in a given day. Any system would struggle under that kind of surge. So they've probably taken some unfair criticisms in that, you know, when you're testing a system, you're stress test, it probably is never going to go to a point where, where you're saying, well, let's test this system at a hundredfold greater activity than we expect it to operate at. So it's understandable that the systems might not have held up quite as well as one would hope. But again, they are getting the job done. We're speaking with Doug Crisatello. He's Managing Director for the Public Sector at Grant Thornton. And let's talk about some of the internal processes for taking in and then accounting for this money, aside from the fact that there will be all of this external oversight apparatus and the anti-fraud apparatus. Just as a former CFO, all of a sudden your agency is swamped with money almost overnight as soon as the uh, Treasury can, can make the transfers into the accounts. 
How do you account for it? What kind of people power do you need? And how do you know you're even watching what's going by beneath your feet? And all of that is complicated by the fact that you're trying to get the money out quickly, right? So you're going to test your internal controls involving budget execution. You know, your basic rules of the road that are used within an office of the chief financial officer. How do you ensure the taxpayer dollars are protected, spent prudently? You know, I was at HUD during the aftermath of the 2008 financial crisis, and, and I got there about a year in. And when I arrived, folks in the OCFO were very proud of the fact that they had pushed lots of money out the door. And, and I used to muse at the time that, you know, a motto and OCFO probably shouldn't be, we spend money real fast. You know, instead, we should be focused on where the funds spent with the appropriate safeguards in place. And in the current context, agencies are, again, facing that time pressure, but hopefully they're being very mindful of pushing toward a linkage of you know cost and budget information and performance so that they're able to demonstrate to re- really ultimately to taxpayers that the funds were spent appropriately and consistent with the mandates that the agency was handed through the CARES Act. And isn't there an element of improv in all of this? Because Congress is not all that prescriptive when it issues these programs, and it often leaves it up to the bureaucracy to figure out the specifics. Yeah, particularly when it comes to when there's speed involved. You know, I think if you're going to roll out a new program over a number of months, you know, typically legislation is passed, you know, the agency brings it in-house, they analyze it, develop thoughtful regulations, put it out for public comment, share that with the folks on Capitol Hill that created the program. And there's a lot of input provided. When a new program is created, an agency is told, hey, get this money on the street in the next week. You know, there is a lot. That's a great way to put it. There's a lot of improv that goes on and and, and cutting corners, too. It's, it's like, you know, think creatively about what can we do to get these funds out. And it's not always consistent with best practices in terms of prudent administration of taxpayer dollars. And it seems like these particular programs are complicated by the fact that they're not simply grants, go enjoy, here's the money, hope you do well in business. But there are also requirements of preservation of payroll, for example. And I know some small businesses that aren't even sure what they mean by that. I could get rid of this person, bring that person on as a new employee, and I still have the same net payroll at the end, and I can prove, and therefore it becomes a grant. All of these kinds of nuances mean that once the money is out the door, the agency's job is not done. So there's a tail to this that's going to almost whip around again at some point. Yeah, I I think on the Paycheck Protection Program specifically, I think the the after-the-fact audit of recipients is going to identify, you know, I'm sure there will be some fraud, but I think there's just been a lot of misunderstanding as to what exactly what the program parameters are. We're requiring applicants for that program to self-certify that they're eligible for the assistance. They do the calculation about the, their, their average monthly payroll. And, and the government is, for the most part, working through its network of several thousand lenders across the country is 
for the most part, accepting what the applicant certifies. Yeah, it's a strange dynamic for a federal assistance program that you're, you're, the intended beneficiaries are certifying their eligibility. So, you know, we don't see that typically. And from a simple standpoint of function, you've also got the agency staff mostly teleworking, and that's got to be a complicating factor. It is. At SBA, for instance, though, I know there are a number of staff that have been going in just given this crush of work. But yeah, it's an additional wrinkle that's complicating matters further that, you know, agencies are not sort of operating in their standard form. So yeah, a lot swirling around here. And just again, the magnitude of these programs, not just at SBA, but elsewhere too. I mean, it sure does feel a whole lot like the 2008 financial crisis response, but on steroids. If you think about the size of the TARP program from 2008, it was 700 billion. Well, SBA alone, this small agency in the US government is gonna spend 700 billion. So this is a significantly larger event than what we experienced a decade ago. Doug Crisitello is former HUD chief financial officer, now managing director for the public sector at Grant Thornton. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey, great to be here, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash Podcast One to learn more and start your free trial.